let's get down to brass tacks. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Oh my god. 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 Are you sure he's dead? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we could safely say he's not well, Chris. Awake. that body you were looking for, Detective? Thrill me. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Monster Fridays. We got Achillian and Coriander and ready to go, man. Talking about Night of the Creeps from 1986. Directed by Fred Decker. Yeah, man. All right. Nice. So... This is one of those movies. It's kind of one of those cult classics. I'm really excited yeah, to talk about this and see what you <laughs> guys too. think. Um, right? Yeah, you too, right, Coriander? <laughs> yes. Yes, this is like one of my right. favorite movies. Yeah, this is a good one. Nice. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, real quick in the chat before we do a quick take. We have got, we got Slasher Fred in the chat saying, <laughs> he's so funny. I have good news and bad news. The good news is that your dates are here, but the bad <laughs> news is that they're dead. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> right? We got James in the chat saying, I'm here to talk with the thumbs up. Nice, nice. <laughs> and we got Phil. Phil's in the chat. <laughs> Phil's creepy Phil. videos saying, <laughs> Thrill me. <laughs> What's going on, Phil? And we got Junebug in the chat, too. What's going on? What's going on? Saying hello. Nice, nice. Uh, James says, Tom Atkins is fantastic as Detective he Ray Cameron. He is Absolutely. the man. Yes. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. I love me some yes. Tom Atkins. Yes. Uh, Fred, Fred, Fred says, <laughs> it's Miller time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, you guys are too funny. Uh, Junebug says, definitely Fred Decker's best movie, that or The Monster Squad. Sometimes I switch. Yeah, I agree with that, man. <laughs> you know, it's either going to be this or Monster Squad, no doubt. Good call. Good call. Uh, James says, Jason Lively is excellent as Chris. Yes. He yep. is, man. He really, really is. They had really good chemistry in this movie, too. Yeah, they um, did. So, yeah. So, as we start getting ourselves together here, <laughs> and Phil, Phil said, screaming like banshees. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Oh, my it's God. It's so funny, man. This movie, you know, it has the horror. It has the sci-fi. everything. Good comedy, too, man. It really mm -hmm. does. It really, really does. So as a quick take, like we always do, let's see what you guys, uh, you know, thought of the movie just real quick. I'll start with you, Coriander, and then we'll go to Killian. I mean, come on. This movie has zombies, exploding heads, creepy crawlers. And of course, like we said, Tom Atkins. I mean, it doesn't right. get any better. Right, right. Nice. Okay, Kill. How about you? Uh, some great gore, you know, some yeah. creepy crawly slugs, some douchebag yes. fraternity bros. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and also it had that it had that good 
80s cheese. Yes. Yes. You know, because the, the 80s cheese sometimes can be bad, but it was good. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, James says uh, Jill Whitlow is fantastic as Cynthia. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She was very, very cool as Cynthia. And Junebug says, what happened to Fred Decker, RoboCop 3? And then the Predator, he used to be such a good writer. Yeah. You know, it's funny how some, some, some folks just kind of you know, just kind of fall to the wayside a little bit. Uh, Junebug says the second Rusty Griswold does a pretty good job at this movie. <laughs> That's right. He is the second. Yeah, he does. He is the second. <laughs> he had just he had just come off of European Vacation yeah. too. I think he said it was a couple yep. of months after he had finished European Vacation and then went into this. So, yep. uh, Phil says, "Got to bounce. Have a good stream. I'll catch the replay." Alrighty, Phil. Uh, Thanks a lot for stopping yeah. by. We appreciate it. And we'll be talking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to get finished getting set up. So for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. I'm sorry things didn't work out. We're just two different people. That doesn't mean that it's over forever. We just need time to think. Cynthia, get away from it. Good news and bad news, girls. The good news is your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. Yeah. I like how you put it on the screen too. Your your cold open there when they were doing yeah. that. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> we're stepping up, man. We're stepping up. Okay, uh, real quick in the chat and then we'll <laughs> then we'll get going on this thing, man. James says the first minutes of the film was in the fifties. It was a different time. Yeah. 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 But was. I liked how it started out like that and it was black and white, and I thought that was yeah. so cool. It kind of added a certain zest to the film. Um, Junebug says, it does kind of suck that Jason Lively, the second Rusty Griswold, retired from acting. And now, because he took a break from acting for about 20 years, he's gotten back into it. Now he sucks as an actor. (laughs) 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 I guess he's got to find the right project. Uh, We got Biffer in the chat saying, boom, you boys here. What's up, man? What's up? Hey. (laughs) And Fred says, if you watch the Monster Squad, there's a line said, 
both characters in this movie and in the Monster Squad, which is people who have been dead for years don't walk away on their own. Good point. And there's also in the bathroom scene, um, if you uh, look at the writing on the wall, that's a Monster Squad Easter egg too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Junebug says, or the right director who has talent. Yeah, exactly. If you have the right director, you'll be all set, you know. Um, so how about this, Coriander? I'll, I'll start with you. Why don't we just go through some of the high points of the film? You were talking a little bit about how it opened up in the 50s with the black and white. So we can just kind of go through the story a little bit. What were you thinking in the beginning of the film? We saw the the little the little aliens doing their thing and stuff like that. So what were your yeah. high points? Yeah, I thought, you know, I liked, yeah, how it all starts out, like we were saying, in black and white. It's in the 50s. Mm-hmm. You know, you got some couples on Lover's, Lover's Lane, and you got this mm-hmm. comet coming. And, well, at first she's like, which one's the brightest star? And then the next thing you know, <laughs> you've got, you know, this huge comet coming your way. And, yeah, it's just, right. yeah, it was great. And the fact that there was also a killer at the same time running around and yeah. you know the couple yeah. yeah the couple that's on route what is it 66 is that what it was yep was that the route yep. yeah um yeah i mean she should have went with her boyfriend when he went into those woods because yeah i mean that scene when that the the killer the psycho who busted out of that mental institution or whatever it was yeah he mm-hmm. chopped her up and you could just imagine, right. like, I could just picture Tom, you know, because he was that young cop and right. seeing the mess that this guy was making of this girl. Yeah, it was, right. yeah, and it was it, quite the scene. And, yeah, and plus it was her his ex, too. So, you know, yeah. you could, I think that was actually yep. a pretty good arc for, for his character, you know, to kind of face yeah. it at such a young age and then dealing with the guilt later on. But we won't I won't get too far into that. But um, yeah, no, those are good points, Coriander. Absolutely, I, I, I definitely thought it was a cool way to open. Um, h- how about you, Kill? What were you thinking about in in the beginning of the film? How it was handled? Yeah, I I, I agree. I I enjoyed the switch from the you know backstory in black and white, and then you know I guess the present times and so forth. And mm-hmm. I, I like the uh, Corman University uh assigned yes <laughs> yep, roger know. corman yeah yeah um and yeah and, and and i love the fact that you don't even know that oh this is the backstory of one of the characters you know right you, right you know yeah. which which you kind of learn later which was yep. really cool um but yeah you know it, it's funny this movie in a way is kind of a bottleneck movie in itself because it takes place mainly on the campus and mainly in the mm-hmm. dorms or, or the, right. know, the, the, the the frat houses and, and the, you know, the right. sorority houses. And, uh, you know, of course, you have, you know, our, our two guys that, that we're following. And, you know, it's, it's always that cliche of you're going to have the, you know, geeky or nerdy character. Like one of them is going to be the likable geeky nerdy guy. And the other one's kind of going to be the asshole geeky nerdy guy. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, so, so I. Yes, I definitely enjoyed some of the, um, the the light, very light character building that the the beginning of the movie yeah. was kind of giving us. You know, not too much and not too little. You you had you know our our, our two geeky yet likable guys. You had the cool yet nice girl who's with 
the asshole yeah. frat guy, the Bradster, yeah. you know? Right. <laughs> and, and so, you know, right there, they're setting up all the the horror trope demographics, you know, who's an asshole, you know, who's who's right. likable, who's nice, and, you know, and, and it was just really interesting, especially the, the bond between <laughs> the the two yeah. friends and so forth, so. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, they, they're they, like they best were very buddies. Good yeah, they yeah, were. They yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in movies like this, sometimes that can make or break the movie is if you believe in the, the, the characters, the lead characters. And these guys, you could really believe uh, that they were good friends. And even, yeah. you know, in, in some of the documentaries on the movie, uh, they had talked, you know, Jason Lively was talking about how they really were tight on set like that. And they really became close. So it was easy to portray that in the film. And you could see it. And it made everything that happened it hit it hit harder you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um junebug was saying well what i like uh about tom atkins in this movie is he seems to be like a relic of the 50s he drives an old 50s car he <laughs> sort of acts like a 50s detective he just acts like somebody from the 50s that's a good point cuz he really really does i mean you know he when he comes onto the scene you know he's got his tagline you know thrill me and everything is you know wonderful oh great you know drop that sir stuff you know he he does really seem like a relic of 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 the older times you know um biffer says when i'm president it will be legal for a horror movie to not have a flamethrower yeah man the flamethrower that was awesome it really really was no doubt about it but uh coriander i'll, I'll throw it back to you um you know as we kind of get further along in the film what were you thinking about once they, once they, you know, the the two friends are trying to get into the fraternity, and obviously they they have to do something that's pr- pretty damn crazy, trying to get yeah. a cadaver, you know, this is oh yeah. man, but but this that- is also that so that Chris can win the attention and the affection of uh, Cynthia, Cynthia uh, Cronenberg, by the way, Cronenberg right? is her last name. You get it. Okay. Oh yes. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think, Coriander? <laughs> yeah, I mean that scene was crazy because obviously it you was. recognized who the guy was. You know, at least you know, you know who mm-hmm. was in the cryo machine. So yeah, yeah. And once they, it's like you knew once he started fiddling with buttons. It's like, oh my god, dude, what are you doing? You know, and yes. yeah, once he pushes that button and releases, you know, the door opens up and yeah, it all hell breaks loose. And yeah, yeah those yeah, guys, yeah, they ran like, out screaming yeah. like banshees, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right, oh, real yeah. quick, before I get to you, before I get to you too, Kill, let me just catch up mm-hmm. here in the chat. Fred says, uh, this movie stars Suzanne Snyder, who later appeared in another alien invasion movie, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which also pays tribute to the 50s sci-fi movies absolutely absolutely and we got jill in the chat saying hey guys you're awesome so are you jill (laughs) yeah you are (laughs) (laughs) junebug says and tom tom atkins is such an underrated actor he really deserves so much more i I agree man he's just one of those type of actors that just has the charisma you know absolutely um yep so so let's throw it back to you, Kill. Once once they let the cadaver <laughs> out of the cryo tube, 
and the stuff starts to happen. And obviously Tom Atkins is just trying to figure out what's going on. He's haunted by the memory of what happened back in the fifties. What, what were you thinking about that? As far as, especially with Tom Atkins, like I said, I thought his character had a nice little arc going on there because it was that mystery of what, what he's guilty feeling guilty about. Yeah. I mean, you know, normally in like horror movies, you don't get a secondary backstory really of like right. kind of kind of like a secondary slash prota- protagonist um right. but yeah i really enjoyed honestly i enjoyed every moment he was on screen because he was just so entertaining oh, yeah. to watch you know um and you know uh, my favorite moment was when he he truly gives a lot of the the backstory in a in a quick information dump when he's with yes what, what did he say this is a typical spanky moment you know yeah, he's this like is typical, this is typical spanky typical spanky well hey you lost you lost your girl spanky well t- tell you listen to my story i lost my girl and she right. died spanky yeah. right. you know so yeah. so it it was really interesting uh, cuz this was my first mm. time watching this and Oh, and it was really okay. interesting watching him deliver that like kind of you know conversation piece, and then I'm like, oh, so he was the cop from the beginning, and I was like, oh, right. okay, that's really cool. And sort of like you said yeah. a little early earlier night, he seems like he's stuck in the '50s, in my opinion, because he went through that trauma of losing his girl in such an extreme way, it kind of shunted him a little bit and kind of closed him off, you know, because you you can see, like, even in the scenes with the other cops, he's not nice to them. He rags on all of them. (laughs) And, you know, you know, so he just might feel some sort of way. Uh, But uh, essentially every scene that Tom Atkins was in, was just like right. hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. And, it really was. And, and I really just enjoyed the secondary story almost a little bit more than the primary. Okay, I'm following the lovable, you know, nerd or geek and this and that. You right. know, just because his yeah. charisma is so strong in this. Yes, you know? absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, uh, Fred was saying, if you watch Escape from New York, which also stars Tom Atkins, there is a character also named Cronenberg. Yeah, you know, and, and, and actually, we might as well talk about that, too, because there were the names of all of these different directors. You had Cronenberg for David Cronenberg. You had Landis for John Landis. You had, uh, obviously, J.C.'s name uh, is John Carpenter, you know, J.C. Hooper. Toby Hooper, you had uh, Minor for Steve Minor, you had um, uh, obviously Ray Cameron for James Cameron. Um, it was it was a couple more in there too, and it was like yeah. that's so cool just to have that little little thing you put into it. So I, I think this movie, and, I, and I'll get to you in a second, Coriander, and especially if you have any hot takes or any fun facts you want to share. But to me, I like the way this movie was set up. Like you said, Killian, the secondary story, you have an actor like Tom Atkins that can really kind of put a lot of the weight on his shoulders for the heavy lifting. And you had these young actors that really were earnest and they got along very well. And it resonated like when you watched it, I liked watching these characters, you know, all three of them, you know, Cynthia and Chris and JC. And when the horror came some good gore you know there was some good effects this is 1986 you know and this movie didn't have a huge budget 
So I like that. I like the little um, style choices that Fred Decker made, the way he filmed things and cinematography. It's a very good movie, man. It's a great sci-fi, uh, sci-fi horror comedy movie. But I'll, I'll pass it on to you, uh, Coriander, if you had any other high points uh, at this point in the story. This is before we actually well, yeah. get to the to the uh to the date point but um anything yeah anything just else you before to I, yeah like killing was saying how he keeps and how you said also like reliving in the past i mean he kept he was looking through the file and looking at her hand and wasn't it like part of her foot you know what i mean so yeah, yeah he was obviously yeah. i mean i couldn't imagine after all these years still having to yeah because I couldn't imagine dealing with something like that, honestly. It's just crazy. Right. So I can Absolutely. see how, you know, he turned out the way he did, but shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Fred was saying Tom Atkins, his character reminds me of Joe Friday from Dragnet. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I could definitely see that. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. James was saying the zombie uh, made it to the sorority house, right? Yeah, yeah. And Junebug was saying, let's not forget, Fred Decker was only twenty five years old when he made this. True enough, man. He yeah. was he was very young, and and even uh, Jason Lively and and uh, Tom Atkins, they all said he just kind of fit right in because he was a young person too, and he wrote the script in uh, a week. You know, so it was it was, you know, he said it just kind of came to him. So it just seems like the movie really lined up very well. It didn't get the fanfare um, that it deserved back then, unfortunately. But it's become one of those cult classics, just like a lot of those movies in the 80s, especially the the, the sci-fi horror movies. It seems like a lot of those movies kind of missed the mark and then found their audience, especially on home video. I mean, we just talked about the blob uh, the other week and that was kind of a similar thing where it was a very good movie, very well made, but it did not find its audience when it was in theaters. It found it years later because of home video and so forth, you know, and it's just really interesting, but it does have a 74% uh, Rotten Tomato score, which is very good. I mean, this movie yeah. is a good movie. Yeah, it is. It, 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 is. it really is good. You know, the, the script is good. The, the, uh, the, the comedy hits. The sci-fi is good. The horror hits. It's very, very good. So how about you, Kill? Once we start getting to the point where, you know, the stuff goes down, especially in that scene, or actually this scene right here, where uh, Cynthia is getting herself ready and, and then she comes into contact, you know, I mean, what were you thinking at this point going into the finale of the movie? <laughs> man I, I was just like oh crap like it's it's about to go down <laughs> you know because they right. kind of set you up with the whole right. throwing the, the the stones at the window and you're like okay it's not her boyfriend it's not you know you know yes. is it a, is it a cat or whatever and they kind of play with expectation right. which was really cool uh yeah. but yeah you, you know for me it's like man you know even if you shoot these things, then you unleash all the slugs and they're going all around yes. the town and the campus and, you know, everywhere, you know, in, in the most <laughs> vulnerable of spots like the bathroom. Man, but you know, it's so funny, like JC, they did give him respect and I hope I'm not jumping ahead of myself too much. Yeah. You 
they never show the slug, you know, spoilers, guys. They never show yeah. the slug actually going in his mouth, and they never right. show what JC did to kind of rid himself of it. They they they, they show respect in that way because he even leaves that recording, and I'm like, man, that that, that's, that 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 hits in the it in the feels a little bit. It did, and, man, because he ended it with saying, "I love you," you know, and I yeah, was like, and and, and and it was believable. It, it was very believable, and like mm-hmm. you know, because they could have showed his mouth all, you know, you know, getting a, a, a you know a slug going in it, or they could have showed right. what what he looked like. But it was, in my opinion, yeah. it was very, it was very classy and well done. The friend it heard was. the recording. He goes down to the boiler room, which that's dangerous in itself, and he just had to see yeah. for himself to see his buddy, you know. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that was. That was done with 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 some some class, you know, at least for that yeah. character, you know, and and, yeah. and it was yeah. it was sad. And too. I thought it was pretty interesting too how he said that he walked he walked down to the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, good point, yeah. Commander. Yeah. Very good that point. That whole cause... scene was was yeah, it was a sad scene. Yeah, he 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 said he, he didn't yeah. have a pulse anymore. Yeah. I don't have a heartbeat. Which means you're yeah. dead, and your body is now being right. slightly controlled by a parasitic slug that they're just using yeah. you to gestate more slugs. And right. and he, he was like, yeah. "No, nah, I'm not going out like that." <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and and just to kind of piggyback on what you guys said, you know, when I when I rewatched it, it was a sad uh, moment because again, you know, he said, "Man, I, I walked, I walked, and and, and this and that and." Mm-hmm. It's like you just felt bad for the guy because that scene that he had when they were both on the couch and I showed a picture of it earlier um, when they when they had just come back from the uh, the morgue and they were just trying to, you know, whatever. And then uh, JC had that that little monologue about, you know, how he's always been there, you know, for Chris. And it was a good I don't know, like a good minute monologue, basically just him talking and it was so well done. It was so well acted because you really believed it because he was yeah. just basically saying, I've been your friend. I've been there for you. And you're not holding up your end of the bargain as far as, hey, I believe in you. You got to believe in yourself, too, that type of thing. And yeah. um, you really felt the friendship. I know I already said that, but I'm just saying, you know, for the people in the chat or watching the replay that have seen this, they know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, like you know, like you, Killian, you hadn't seen it before. But I think that that was such a a, a big part of the movie is the friendship between those two because mm-hmm. it just makes it entertaining. I was not bored one second of this movie. It, it was a no. great movie. It was a lean script. Everything was really, really good. Um, but as we get to the finale, Coriander, uh, I'm just going to check the chat real quick because we do have Max in the chat. What's going hey. on, Mac? How you doing, hey. man? Nice to have you. Nice to have you. And uh, we also have Eric saying, thrill me. <laughs> of course. Hey, hey Eric. <laughs> and uh, Junebug says, there are so many great movies that found audiences on video rental stores, and some of them are not even on DVD yet or Blu-ray or 4K. That's why I say VHS is not obsolete. Ain't that the truth? There are some mm. gems that are still only on VHS. Uh, Slasher Fred says, there are two versions of this movie. There is the theatrical and the director's cut. Yes, that is true. Uh, Detective Ray will come across his nightmare from his past. 
Absolutely. Yes, he will. I know. Yeah. And yeah, poor JC. Absolutely. You know, I just felt so bad for him. Mm -hmm. um, Junebug says, well, yeah, this movie shows something that a lot of modern filmmakers forget. What you don't see is far more scarier than what you can create. Leave it up to the audience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, when when he was laying on the floor and 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 you didn't he wasn't turned over or anything like that like you were saying Killian it was it was even more sad you know that you couldn't mm. see his face you know one yeah. last time or whatever so you really felt how how Chris felt you know what i mean but yeah. coriander as we um yeah absolutely but as we start to fi finish up and we get basically to the meat meat of the bone here um at the house what what were you thinking as far as how the, those scenes were done? Obviously, there was a lot of action. There was a lot of gore. Did you have any yeah. favorite uh, parts in that part? Any favorite I mean, moments? yeah. Right. I thought a real good scene, too, was when you had all those drunk frat boys getting on the bus, going yes. to get their dates, and you have that yes. zombie dog in the middle of the road, creates that yeah. accident, all those guys right. pretty much get killed and yeah, they end yeah. up becoming zombies and yeah, that that's when it yeah, it turned really it just it just gets better and better. So Yeah. 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 I agree. It, I it agree. Was, yeah. Uh, okay. Max says, I've never watched uh Night of the Creeps, laugh out loud. I have so much horror to catch up with. I'm gonna watch Amy to go horror soon. Yeah, man, you got it. Oh, look, wow. <laughs> Max, all right, though, because he's a trooper. He's he's like, I'm going to catch up. But definitely, yeah. Mac, this is one of those movies. If you like, need to if you see. Likes, yeah, you do need to see it. And it's and it's really cool because it's sci fi, horror and comedy. And I think it does a really good job of balancing all three of those. It's, it's yeah. a really this is a really cool movie. It is. And if you're not a Tom um, Atkins fan. You will become one if you don't know who he is. <laughs> so right, you have yeah, that to look absolutely. forward to too. <laughs> absolutely, and Tom Atkins has said that this is his favorite film that he's ever done, and he's done, you know, dozens of movies, you know, thirty, yeah. forty films or whatever. Uh, Eric says, uh, when I first rented this, I only knew it was about zombies. I was so confused with the goofy alien stuff in the beginning. <laughs> Definitely helped set the tone. <laughs> Yeah, it did. <laughs> what did, you know, and that brings me to a good question. Before I was going to pass it to you, anyways, Kill, because this is the first time you saw it. So, what were you thinking in the beginning of the movie when you saw the little the little aliens and what they were doing? Did that throw you off, or did you just? <laughs> I just went with it. I was like, okay. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, it, it's something. You know, that's a good portion of the science fiction. You know, obviously yeah. there's something there that's going to, you know, infect the humans and then it's going to spread yeah. and things of that nature. But I th I actually thought the aliens were kind of cute in a weird way. You know, they're just like, they're just like, they're just like running in their ship. And I'm just like, okay, all right, let's, let's see where this goes. You know, cause, cause it's like you go from, uh, you go from that to black and white to the present yep. day. So yes. I'm like, all right, this, this is all over the map, but okay, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. here for it. Right. Yeah, it was very, very well done. Right. Well, you know, once we get, once we get um, to the end, where the you know the the fight is happening and this and that. Well, actually, Coriander, I'll let you talk about that in a second. But one other scene that got me too is when you had Tom Atkins at his place, 
and he had the stove on and the oven yeah. the oven on and mm-hmm. basically was just gonna just end it all there man and it was again his character was really i think it had a nice arc to it it really brought yeah. something extra to the table and again hats off to tom atkins because not only was he funny but he also did the action and he also had had this type of you know he was like the lead you know because he was the most experienced actor that you know what i mean so it was just cool man but um coriander as we finish you know when they started to to fight and we're using the flamethrowers and the shotguns and all that type of stuff i mean i really enjoyed the finale of it and obviously this is all spoilers too uh for mac or anyone else who hasn't seen this but um how'd you like the finale i thought it was great and even before we got to that I mean, when, yeah, you had that guy uh, go to Tom and was like, yeah, you know, my buddy's dead. He was crying. And the next thing you know, he's on his way to kill again that freaking psycho dude that killed this woman. Right. His ex-girlfriend in the very beginning. So that was, you know, I couldn't imagine, you know, yeah, seeing that again and being like, holy shit, you know, his worst nightmare. Absolutely. Something that's haunted him his whole life has come back, you know, so yeah. Absolutely. It was crazy. And then you had these two, you know, the girl here and Jackie there fighting the zombies and it was great, you know. You had some good scenes. I thought so too. Shoot heads exploding, flamethrowers, you know, it was great. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Let's see, um, Eric was saying, uh, was this and Monster Squad the only hits, cult hits or not, that Fred Decker is known for? Um, I mean, those are definitely the ones he's most known for. You know, he's he's done some writing, uh, but those are definitely the ones he's most noted for. At least, at least in my opinion, you know, anyone in the chat can throw their opinion up on that too, for sure. Uh, Frank was saying, uh, the harsh truth. It just hit me. That's yeah. the kid from National Lampoon's European Vacation. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. The second Rusty. The yep. second Rusty. Yeah, he, he he was good, man. He was good. He uh, was. James says the zombies are now at the sorority house, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, too funny. Eric is saying, that's right, Frank. Uh, and the blonde-haired bully was Bubba and Mama's family. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus, too funny. It's funny. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. And, and we got Gorephobe in the chat. What's going on, Zen? Hey, Nightwatch. Just noticed your chat. Night of the Creeps, huh? Cool movie, man. Absolutely. Nice. This movie is fantastic. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, like I said, and, and I know Coriander had been waiting to do this movie. I've been waiting to do this movie, too. It's yeah. such a good movie. And it didn't it, it didn't get enough love. Back in the day, it really Mm-mm. didn't. It I'm didn't. Glad that it, yeah, I'm just glad it's, it's getting starting it now. To get, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 it's starting to get it. And it, like a lot of movies of its ilk. Um, right. Let's see. Uh, Eric says, hmm, Suzanne Snyder, as Monty G would say, enough said. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Max says, sometimes a spoiler can be a good way to sell someone on a, on a film I would have never watched. Uh, the the mist. If someone hadn't told me about the ending, ooh, well, mm-hmm. interesting point. Interesting, interesting point, man. Yeah, 
But um, yeah, Kill, a- a- any other final thoughts about the ending? Uh, what you thought or anything uh, like that? I don't know. Yeah, man. Well, uh, for me, it's like the the ending ending. Like, you know, Tom Atkins' character. Yes. And ah, it's like, yes. you know, he he went through all of that, man, just yes. to kind of, you know, st- st- start the start the wheel all over again. All over. You know, yes. I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to say too much just in case someone hasn't right. seen yeah. seen it in 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 the audience right. and so forth, but it's like right. man, like all of that. Mm-hmm. Right, we need a right, sequel. Right. We need a sequel. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and and I think they 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 were talking about something at one point, but it just never it never materialized, unfortunately. But but also, the, you know, and someone in the chat had said uh, about how there's the theatrical and also the director's uh, or uncut version of it. And Coriander, you you had said that you had seen uh, the theatrical because the uncut yeah. shows the 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 ship, uh, you know, kind of uh, mm-hmm. using the spotlight, trying to trying to find yeah. what they lost, so to speak. Um, yep. But the one that you had seen back, especially back in the day, uh, was the theatrical. Now, when, when, where did that one end? Do you remember? Was it before you saw where the slugs were going? At no. The uh, yeah, right at the cemetery there. I'm pretty sure okay. is where it cut off. Because okay. after that, it All was right. like, what the hell is this? It was like, like, for me, like for Killian, it was like a first time seeing this. So, yeah, it mm-hmm. was yeah. interesting. There, there was also what I heard was there was an ending where the dog comes back um, after you know everything blows up and so forth. It actually comes back and Cynthia leans down to pet the dog and the slug comes out and then oh. it cuts. I've heard that that was an ending too. I, I could be mistaken, but I could have sworn that that's what I heard. So I don't know if anyone in the chat knows uh, or not, but I didn't see that version, hmm. but I heard that Me one. Me neither. Um, yeah. Uh, Max says, not all movies, of course. I'd never spoil a film like Psycho to anyone. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, James says, the alien slugs are at the cemetery. <laughs> yes, they are. And he says, brilliant 80s horror movie. Absolutely. I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, this movie... It, it checked all the boxes and just like something like the blob, um, it didn't get its due. And fortunately now it is, and it's good to see it really is, but yeah, yeah that's about all we got uh, for night of the creeps. If you haven't seen it, like I said to Mac, um, check it out. And if you haven't seen it in a while, revisit it, man. Cause it was a fun watch. It really, really was. I enjoyed it quite okay. a bit. Um, yeah. Uh, Gorophobe says, I first seen it when I was about uh, when I was about eight or seven on Cinemax. I think I was the only one. It was the only one that I knew I liked. I liked it. Uh, how things have changed. I think I was the only yeah. one. Yeah. I think I get what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that happens sometimes too, man. That, that happens sometimes too. Uh, James says, uh, can you do a review of The Omen 1976? Well, we actually did do a <laughs> review of The Omen. Yeah, and that was did. a fun video. It is, it is, geez, it must have been at least five, five months ago or probably longer than yeah. that ago. But we did do a, a review on The Omen and we actually did the whole, we, we did the whole series except for the fourth one. That one didn't really count, but we did The yeah. Omen 1, we did 2, and we did 3, James. So you got to yeah, check that out. 
at some at some point maybe we might update it um especially because we didn't talk um about the remake but um definitely check that out and uh you know, let us know what you think of that. Cause that was a fun discussion. Cause the omen was a uh, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Gorephobe says he meant 13 and 87. I gotcha. I gotcha. And Frank says, I'm gonna have to look into this one. Good show again, my friends. Thanks so much, Frank. We, Thank you, man. we appreciate you, man. You guys check out the harsh truth. Um, James says, see you guys next time. Absolutely. Yeah. And he says, Oh, thanks for telling me. Yeah. And we, and <laughs> we got Mac. The Omen review was good. <laughs> thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Mac's been a, Mac's been around the block with us for a while, man. But thanks a lot, man. We had yeah, fun on that review. But yeah, <laughs> check out some of those older videos, guys, because we've got a whole bunch, man. We've done a whole bunch of stuff, especially in the early days when we didn't have a lot of people um, that were around in the chat. And we only had people like Mac and Trenchy and Corey and the OGs. Uh, so yeah, check yeah. out some of those older videos, guys. <laughs> Um, Eric says it sadly sometimes takes decades for certain movies to find uh, some love. Yeah, but Night of the yes. definitely has a lot of love now. True yeah, enough. Yeah, it does. True enough. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we're going to jump out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, you guys in the chat. Um, definitely, please, please, please give this video a like. Um, share it with others. You know, wherever you can on your social media or what have you. And we will catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. We are the Night Watch. Peace out. Peace. I'm